0: Hello, everybody. It's Taylor Toxin, and I have this handsome gentleman here with me today. We have Blake Montier. Jake. J- did I say, what did I say, Blake? Blake. Son <laughs> of a gun. My apologies. See, that's what happens when you smoke weed before not the worst one. Not the worst a podcast. One. It's not, not a terrible name, one. right? Yeah. It's yeah. not like Keith. Not the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Exactly>. uh, <laughs> Family getting, Guy getting, reference, getting, love that yeah. shit. Yep. Okay, so I want to get into this, and I'm actually really excited because of the fact that I... I don't know anything about you. I haven't seen you at a show. I haven't heard your music, except for the four songs that I found on Apple Music. Um, and the fact that you work at the best music shop, you know, Candyman. Shout out to you. Much love. Um, so give us a little bit of a detailed tour of what you're about. What kind of music are you into? What are you doing? What projects?
1: Well, uh, I've been playing guitar in Santa Fe for... Um God, I guess about the last 10 or 8 years. Um, I started playing music with my dad, who's a musician, and uh, he's been playing bars and clubs and restaurants and stuff all over this town for years, and, you know, long before I was around. And uh, my dad, Mike Montiel. And uh, so I started playing with him when I was probably around 12 or 13 years old. Um, and I played with a bunch of groups doing bars and cover gigs. Hit me with some of that, yeah, of course. Um, and I play guitar, I play bass. I mostly play bass, but lately in the last year or so, I've been playing a lot of guitar. I'm in two groups. Uh, one is Free Range Buddhas with, um, with Francesca Josette and Justin Pusilla and Matt McClinton, who are all local musicians, and Ron Crowder from Albuquerque. Um, excuse me. And, no worries. We're doing, uh... We're doing original music. We're recording at Frogville. We're trying to play around. We're um, really just doing whatever we can, having a good time doing it. Um,
0: so, wh- where's Frogville?
1: Frogville Studios is up on. Um, it's up on the hill, like west of town, kind of like off of Kaya Nopal, as if you're going like to the landfill or something out that way. Um, okay, got you. Yeah, and it's a large renovated house on this big hill overlooking all of Santa Fe and um it's it's my favorite of all the studios in town. I've recorded a few of the good ones, but uh Frogville is really cool just because of the vibes, it's like super vibey place. It's very uh um it's got all kinds of grateful dead memorabilia all over the place and psychedelic Dope. painting and, you know, uh, the big tracking room is, you know, it's lit, it's nice soft carpets. You can you can have a whole band, like, crash there. They have enough space to sleep, like, 8, 10, 12 people or something That's like that. That's dope. It's really cool, yeah. It's a cool spot, and there's good people. Jason Reed is uh, the main engineer. He, uh, um, he's he been recording those for the last year or so, and uh, I've actually been recording there for a few years with various groups. Gnarly. And yeah, it's a cool spot. Yeah. Um, like a lot it's just very easy going allows you to do the thing with no pressure you know
0: and so with both of the bands that you're um playing guitar with and doing vocals uh the sound brothers the right? other one is brother sound yeah brothers sound, brother my sound my apologies and uh the free range buddhas yeah. which i only found three songs on uh apple unfortunately i want to find more where yeah. where can i find more actually? well we
1: have we have one ep out on uh, on apple music and then we're working on our first full-length re- record uh we've got one single out right now and we're going to be putting out another single pretty soon in the next month or so Dope. and then we should have the full length record it's going to be you know about 45 50 minutes of music uh and that should be in the next month or so sick so okay you can find that on spotify apple uh you know wherever you wherever you listen to music
0: check it out and so what about the first piece of music that you were into um what what initially got you started i mean i know with your dad mm-hmm. but do you remember what uh, song it was that you're like yo yeah, i want to play it you, you know what I mean? kind
1: of yeah you know it's like i was into music and you know like growing up around it my dad would always be having rehearsals and stuff mm-hmm. so it was just kind of like in my you know consciousness from a young age but i remember the first time i really thought like oh shit i want to do that you know like that is like the feeling you know it was uh oh, god it must have been like seven or eight years old you know, like <laughs> second grade and i walked into my living room and my my folks were cooking dinner just going about their business but woodstock was on the tv they weren't even really watching it but the movie woodstock was on tv and it was santana playing soul sacrifice and it was like i remember thinking like I'm like, what's making these people feel this way? <laughs> like, what could possibly make you feel this way? Like, the looks on their faces and the way people were dancing and the way people – I was like, I want some of that, whatever <laughs> whatever is making people feel this way. I want to be a part of that exactly. right there. Yeah, so from that moment on, I kind of got into music, and I had several more mind-expanding moments throughout, you know, growing up uh, – all the classic rock music, the Beatles and Led Zeppelin and all that was, you know, pretty big in my consciousness. But my dad listened to a, and listened to and played a lot of, like, country music and classic old school, like, twangy Telecaster music, like Merle Haggard and Buck Owens and that kind of stuff. So I had that kind of vibe in my ear, too. Got you. And, um... I don't know, you know, it just kind of evolved out from there. I went through every phase you can think of, you know, I was, like, really into metal, uh... When I was pretty young, you know, and I was into, like, metalcore and, uh, you know, like, kind of more modern stuff. And then I got into, like, Stoner and Doom as I got into high school. I got really into Black Sabbath and Sleep and Electric Wizard and this kind of stuff.
0: Ooh, Electric uh, Wizard. It's a good one.
1: Yeah, you know, all that bong ripper, high on fire, whatever, you know, uh, all that stuff. Um,
0: well, I actually, I wouldn't know. D- uh, okay. d- d- just want to add that in there because uh, I'm still one of the new – um, the new metal guys, uh-huh. um, you know, if someone puts some old school stuff, I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna yeah. say it'll change it. Uh, totally, I'm, yeah. I'm probably gonna headbang to it. Like, mm-hmm. yo, this is tight. It's just not the music that I would download into my phone. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? So yeah, it's really it's
1: kind of its own uh, little secluded thing, too. You know, the people who are into doom and stoner are like, that's what they're into. You know, it's kind of it's like a cult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're a fucking cult.
1: Yeah, but I. I don't know, I just, I my whole life has been bouncing from one cult to another. <laughs> you know, Got you. Like a, I remember at a certain point in high school, um, I'd been through a lot of music, I was, I was listening, I was into like ska and reggae and punk, like it started with punk really, and uh, you know, I started with like pop punk, Green Day, and you know, whatever, every music that like every kind of like 10 year old kid listens to in the mm-hmm. early 2000s, uh, and then... I slowly moved backward and backward. I was like, what are these guys listening to? And I found, you know, got into like Operation Ivy and, you know, California bands, uh, you know, and then like New York bands and Washington, D.C., Bad Brains and stuff, like hardcore punk from the 80s and then ska punk. Uh, Damn. And it was... A, <laughs> it's a list. Yeah, it's just like, I, you know, I, whenever I find like a thread, I just try to follow it all the way back. And uh, at a certain point... I don't know you know I'd listen to every kind of music I could I was just like as a young guy you're just so hungry for everything you know you'll just take whatever you can find and devour it as fast as you can and, like move on to the next thing. You know? <laughs> but uh, one thing that that always eluded me and kind of weirded me out like from the time I was a kid and I had this marginal uh, like awareness of it you, but
0: you might you might have I with this oh, towards yeah, you sure. a little bit
1: sure yeah a little bit more one thing that, like, yeah, yeah. always kind of uh, – a, I had this marginal awareness, like, this far-off thing in my consciousness, this awareness of the grateful dead. And I always thought, like, every time I heard it, it didn't even sound like music, really, or it sounded terrible. It just sounded totally appalling and off-putting. And, I, you know, I would be like, what is happening here? I remember – we had Sirius Radio, and there was a whole channel just for the Grateful Dead. And I was like, <laughs> It's going yeah. on? Like, what the hell is this weird music? Everything, All their guitars are out of tune. It sounds like there's, like, seven dudes playing over each – like, playing different things all at once. It's like, what is happening? And uh, at a certain point in high school, I um, – i guess i decided to give it another try you know i was like being like a punk kid you know in high school i was like you know the grateful dead is like the lamest thing i could possibly think of and uh but i knew a bunch of people who were into it and i knew it was like always coming up and like kind of prodding at me poking at me and so one point you know possibly or with or without chemical assistance i uh gave it another another listen and um and love. It, it changed my whole mm. idea of music. It changed my whole concept of, like, what music could be and what it can do and, like, how it can affect you as a person. And, you know, like, you know, before that, I just listened to music and, like, I never really, like, fully experienced it with, like, my being, my body, my self, my senses, you know?
0: It's some totally different, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it, it's, you know, it's just that thing of, like, you know, your mind expands and you feel like, you know, the world is not what you thought it was. So... I've kind of been on that. I've never really fully recovered from that kick. <laughs> I listen to all kinds of music. You know, I'm really into like acid rock and like early um, uh, garage psychedelic music from the '60s. Mm-hmm. Bands like the 13th Floor Elevators and Country Joe and the Fish and Electric Prunes. Damn. Stuff like that. Those are some names I, I never heard. Yeah, you know, it's just like <laughs> uh, the classic early psychedelic LSD music.
0: That's gnarly. Really, see, I I appreciate music, but you're you're on a different level. You
1: go way deep down into there,
0: and that's huge, especially for you know someone who's in multiple um, multiple jobs, multiple uh, gigs. Uh, it really f- makes a good foundation for you. Yeah, definitely you, see that.
1: I was never able to just like focus on one thing and get stuck in one thing. You know, it was like I was always playing music with people that I would have to like you know, learn some style of music that I'd never heard before, you mm-hmm. know, it, it seemed like every different thing I moved on to was like, completely out of my, my ability at the time, you know, so, got was, you. um, but that, I,
0: that, that determination yeah, got you there, and you yeah, like, totally. Oh, yeah, totally, and
1: it just expands you and stretches you out, you know, it's like, at first, you're real rigid, you're like, this is what I like, and, you know, this is, like, the only thing I like, and then pretty soon, it's just like, you know, I'll listen to anything, like, yeah, you mean anything, and, you know, it's like, I'll appreciate how it's made, I'll, I'll, like, I'll nerd out into the details of the production and, you know, yep. whatever.
0: I know exactly what you mean. When you fall in love with a de- uh, with, with an album, you get into each little aspect of it. Mm-hmm. That's love. Yeah, That's true totally. love. So I, I want to get back into um, the whole your aspirations into music we went into a little rabbit hole there for a second <laughs> yeah totally no i appreciate it though because you know um when people want to be looking you up in the future they w- they would be able to look at this and find out, find out a couple of things that they would have known about you you know what i mean yeah totally how many interviews have you been in out of curiosity
1: uh you know maybe i've been interviewed with one of my groups before you know we might have done some radio thing once or twice but not not many this is the first oh. podcast i've ever done
0: oh gnarly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is uh is it the first one by yourself? Yeah. Oh cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so well, I appreciate you being here for your first podcast. Anyways, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So tell us more about the bands that you're in right now. How how long have they been together and where where have you guys gone?
1: Well, Free Range Buddhas has been around um for maybe five or six years now, but it started as just a duo between Francesca, who is our singer, and, and my girlfriend. Um, Francesca and Matt, our bass player, they met working at Harry's Roadhouse, right down the road from oh. where we're at now, actually. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so they they both worked at Harry's Restaurant, and uh, they started jamming together and writing songs, and uh, they performed as a duo, and um, you know had been recording and working on stuff for... You know, a few years before I met him, I think about five or six years now. Five and, or six uh, years, wow. Yeah, and so the current version of the band started after I started working at the Candyman Strings and things. Um, Myself and Justin Pusilla, who also works there and teaches music there, uh, we joined the band on guitars in 2018 or 19, I think. Uh, no, must have been. T- y- God, I'm getting ahead of myself. I guess it was 2019. We decided to do this, but uh twenty twenty happened and we weren't able to, you know, feels like a whole year is almost negated.
0: So the the time span between when Francesca and
1: And Matt, our bass player. Matt,
0: the bass player. Mm -hmm. Um, between the time that they were writing songs, what was the time before that that you guys got in? Like when when did it become a full band that you guys were recording a couple things? I
1: think twenty nineteen.
0: When you guys came in, yeah. When mm-hmm.
1: when we became the version of the band that we are now, and um, and right now you you guys have that EP mm-hmm.
0: that that uh, that that came out on Apple Music, and then the um is that is that the only thing that you have with the with the Buddhas?
1: Yeah, so far. And then you know, like I said, we have one more single out right now from our upcoming. Toss record. me out. Yeah. 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 There you so go. Toss me out is the single that we have out right now from the upcoming record, and uh, hopefully we'll have the record out in the next few months
0: okay cool what's um what's the end goal with the band do i mean personally
1: really you know it's uh (laughs) it's hard to say like a very specific thing you know i we want to play as much as we can we want to do festivals i'd like to tour that would be dope um you know that's really the main goal just put out as many records as we can uh do it until you know do it because it feels good and do it as long as it feels good right right got you know, gotcha. uh, objective you know i feel like if i have too much of a goal or too much of a hard objective you know or expectation about anything it uh, it kind of takes away something from the music it becomes less organic if it's just allowed to happen and unfold in whatever way it's going to then it seems a lot more uh enjoyable magical you know Seems like a better time.
0: No, no, I can I can understand it because it's more organic. Mm-hmm. You know that you can appreciate it a little bit more than. Mm-hmm. And and so what about with the uh, with the other band that you're part of? Yeah, and so it is, brother sound. Brother sound. Okay, yeah, there you go. Brother
1: sound. One word. So brother sound is actually mostly my project. Uh, f- well, it's been. Me and my best buddy chance have been writing these songs together since maybe twenty twelve when we met in high school or twenty eleven or something like that. We've been writing music together and uh, um, the band we have right now is myself and Chance Willie plays keyboard and and uh, he writes songs with me and uh, he's a lyricist. and Justin Pasilla, who's also he plays guitar in buddha's uh he plays drums for brother sound oh no really. and uh and then julian gonzalez plays bass. and um, so we're a four-piece band we've gone through a couple different in- incarnations of brother sound too we used to be a five-piece band with two drummers uh guitar bass keys and two drums and, <laughs> that's uh, crazy yeah that was it was a good show right there yeah it was a good time it was fun um we'd like to get back into that kind of format at some point you know uh because it's unique, right? Yeah, totally.
0: It's something that definitely draws an eye to you guys. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it adds something that you can't, you know, it's just like certain rhythmic things and gives you a sound that you can't achieve otherwise.
0: (laughs) Where where can we find music by Brother Sound?
1: So, Brother Sound is in the process of recording right now, too. We're doing it a little more DIY. Um, We've got a ton of music on SoundCloud, actually. It's kind of a mess. Like, we've got hundreds of hours of recordings of music of we you know brother sound is the kind of band that we do a lot of improvisation and so no two shows no two performances are the same Mm -hmm. uh we are working on recording like a studio album but uh we have a ton of live performances on soundcloud and uh, uh, a lot of rehearsal stuff and you know because it's always it's always different and it's kind of nice for us just to have you know like this record of like how we sound as we evolve out there Mm -hmm. so SoundCloud has recordings going all the way back to I think 2018 we really started hitting it hard um, with the live performances actually long before that 2014 we started putting up like demos and home studio recordings Cool. but 2018 we started playing out a lot and recording all the shows you know and uh, we'd record them all ourselves and just you know, immediately put them up on SoundCloud. We had kind of a small little limited base of people who really wanted to hear them and stuff. So,
0: well, the, those people grow, mm-hmm. you know what I totally, mean? Totally. Yeah. Definitely in time. Um, you know, when I heard, when I first heard the, the songs, I was just nodding my head right away. Um, you know, Francesca, beautiful voice. The entire band has like this presence of like um, constantly, constantly being in your face. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't deny the sound. Um and actually one of the bands that came to mind when I was listening to it, um, are you familiar with um Son of a Gun? Uh Oh, uh, why can't I remember? Emily Davis and the Murder Police.
1: No. No. I'll check them out.
0: Great sound. Um when I was listening to your guys' sound, it had a lot of like that folk but like present pop kind of. Mm-hmm. It, it, not really pop, but more in the sense of, you know what? Never mind. Just go listen to it. It's it's gorgeous stuff. Honestly, I'm definitely gonna be having it on repeat. Um, but really quick, we have reached the end of our first part uh, of this podcast, everybody. So I'm going to be back in a moment. We're gonna have a glass of water, talk about a little details, and I would definitely want to get into a couple details with this guy about where he's been, where he's planning to be, his aspirations, what other personal little goals, what side projects. Um, So definitely want to get into that. We'll be back soon, everybody. Much love.